Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast. So Hank went on a date with this girl, Tina, that he actually met at the gym. He works at the gym, and while he's not allowed to date clients that he works with, there are no rules as far as people who just happen to go to the same gym. So it just so happened one day they were getting off, the same, they were leaving the gym at the same time, uh, engaged in conversation in the parking lot, discovered that they're both vegan. So Hank took her to a vegan restaurant. Seemed to have a pretty great night, decent conversation, although he did mention that she was kind of shy and quiet. Did she seem shyer and quieter to you during the date, Hank, than she did normally in your encounter with her at the gym? We only really got to chat here and there for like 10 or 15 minutes at the gym. Right. So I got got to know her more on the the date. Okay. So the date went relatively well. Hank was feeling it, and then he took her home, went in for the kiss, and that's when she kind of turned her head and... And let him lay one on the cheek, and that was it. Yeah, yeah. And she hasn't been back in the gym. No. See, that's not odd, though. You know people fall off oh, hell in yeah. January. You hey. go the first week, and then you never go <laughs> again. <you're> done. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if she were a client of mine, that wouldn't happen, but, you know. Sure. Yeah, so we're going to call Tina and see what she thought of Hank and her date with him. Hello. Hi, Tina. It's Jeff and Jenna, Q102. How are you doing this morning? <laughs> how are you? Good. How are you? Doing all right. Doing all right. Well, listen, uh, are you okay with coming on the air with us for just a few minutes? We wanted to talk about a friend we have in common. Are you calling me for a second date update? We are calling you for a second date update. Yeah. Well, that's just awesome. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Why do you I say that? I know who this is about. Who is this about? Is this about Hank? It is about Hank. Yep. Okay. <laughs> Hank's the guy. We're moving along well here. And why? What happened? It was a night. Um, I admit he was he was super gorgeous and had a body to die for, but he had an ego to match it. It was. Um, he spent the entire dinner telling me what to and not to eat to lose the excess weight around my middle and then like how to tighten my thighs and how not drinking enough water is affecting my skin how sexy i will be when i lose weight and firm up oh. i just walked from the date feeling so much worse than i did when i decided to go to the gym and get in shape in the first place the first oh place. gosh okay so these were not things that he was saying in response to questions you asked him then as a personal trainer no he was just saying them as if i was a new client or even just offering up you know what kills me he says he said you would be so sexy and hot when you lose the weight and firm up so you're not sexy and hot now is what he was insinuating yeah and then i just feel so self-conscious now so i haven't been back to the gym and i haven't returned his calls it just was 
making me feel a little off. You know, no one wants to hear that. You want to hear that you're sexy now. Right. No, 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 no. That was not my intention at all. Uh, I was paying you a compliment. All right. I could see that you have so much potential. Uh, if you would do a couple of things I suggested, you would be smoking hot, girl. Okay. Oh, dude. But dude, she's smoking hot now. Yeah. Stop future tensing her. I thought a woman would want to know that. Some women, you know, no matter how hard they work, will never be beautiful or sexy, all right? She absolutely could be. I'm like, I what an ass. I, I mean, I, oh, uh. uh, now I, uh. As much as I want to say, dude, sometimes you just have to leave the gym jargon at the gym. You need a Shoveling. shovel. You're going to yeah. need a shovel pretty yeah. soon. Yeah. You're getting. It's one of those things that you, you, you can think it, but you probably ought never say it. Yeah. Because I would think that there's probably every person in this room has probably seen someone at some point and had said if they would just do this they would be a lot more attractive mm-hmm. or if they would just do this but you'd never ever say that to you don't somebody say to them unless they're yes. asking you to even then you gotta walk yes. with very <laughs> yes take it from a man so, even then you don't say anything yeah and you, yeah, you just <laughs> yeah unless that is your job to help people attain whatever goal it is that they're going for yeah but guys you forget that's what I do in my career, okay? I take people where they are, I see their potential, and I help bring them up a notch or two. So that's all I was doing. I meant nothing sinister by it. I, I gave you a couple pointers of how to bring you to the next level. That's all. I didn't hire you as a trainer. Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. You need to like me the way I am right now. I mean, are you going to stop loving whoever you're with if she doesn't stay smoking hot her whole life? Good question. No, but... Don't we always strive for being healthy and fit and active? And And that's what I'm doing. I made the steps to go to the gym and change my eating style and telling me how hot I will be. It just didn't make me feel great. I wasn't feeling it. There probably are some women that would hear that and take it as a compliment. Some people need negative motivation in order to get motivated. If someone says to them, you know, like, Hey, if you do X, Y, Z, you're going to fit into the size zero. And that's kind of like a negative thing saying you're not a size zero now, but you will be really pretty when you become one. Some people like that kind of thing. Not me, but. Not me. <laughs> not you. In, in a gym setting, that might be okay. We were on a date. Right. All you're right. supposed to feel, you know, pretty and, and wanted and yeah. sexy in that moment. And I, and I didn't. Well, it doesn't sound like we're on the same page. I really put a lot of priority with health and, and appearance and, and achieving my goals. So I just I don't think it sounds like we're on the same page. So I think I'm going to kind of retract the whole second date thing and respectfully wish you a good life. 
I wasn't really offering a second date, but thank you. Okay. All right, okay. people. Then we're good. Hank, if we can ever help you out again, don't hesitate to give us a call. Tina, thank you for taking the call and laying it out there for us. I think we all kind of learned a lesson here today. Thanks, Jeff and Jen. You take care, you sweetie. It. Bye. Good luck to you both. Okay. Keep it fit. Keep it fit. Keep it fit, he says. Keep, Keep it, it fit. fit. Keep it fit. All right. You've been out on a first date? He's available. He is. He is. If you've fallen off your New Year's resolution, want to get back on, he'll keep you on top of your game. 513-749-2320. If uh, you've been out on a first date and haven't heard back and want to know why, you can also email us, Jeff and Jen at WKRQ.com. Ever had to hide poop in your purse? Yesterday, Donald Trump threatened to reveal a terrible secret about Ted Cruz's wife. Yeah. Apparently, Trump has some damning video of her marrying Ted Cruz. <laughs> yeah. All right, 720 with Jeff and Jen. We got clouds moving in, showers and thunderstorms developing, and some could be heavy this afternoon and this evening with a high around 66. It is 60 at Cincinnati's Q102. Here we go, your Easter egg tips, Easter egg safety tips. Apparently, Easter is more dangerous than we thought. So the experts have brought you five Easter egg safety tips found online that you might not know about. Don't drop them in boiling water. It can splash up and burn you, so you're actually supposed to put the eggs in the pot first, fill it with cold water, and bring it to a boil. Then turn the stove off and let them sit in hot water for 12 minutes. That's how you do it, Jen. Well, I'll, I'll keep that in mind. That's a good, I mean, that's one of the things that I think is always a challenge because we were always taught, wait for the water to boil and then you drop them in using something, you know, easy, like Mm -hmm. an open spoon and then you put salt in there and then you let them boil for 10 minutes. But this is totally different. Hmm. If we really wanted to, we could spend four hours on how to hard boil them. Oh, one hundred percent. Because now you can put everyone, them in the oven. Well, my grandma does this and that, and it could be twenty-one minutes, not seventeen minutes. Yeah, you got to let it on simmer, not. Wow. Everybody's got a tried and true way of doing it. They do. Don't dye an egg if it cracks while you're boiling it. You can still eat it, but cracks let bacteria in, so you shouldn't dye it or handle it too much before you do, and definitely don't use it for an Easter egg hunt unless you just plan on throwing it out. I never got using the hard-boiled eggs in the Easter egg hunt, because don't you want the plastic eggs that have the candy in them? Yeah. What are you supposed to do with these colored Boiled eggs. We used to do it. We I don't eat, know. We would eat them. Sitting outside for an hour. Yeah. My parents always hid the hard-boiled ones. We would boil them as a family, and they would hide the hard-boiled ones, but you would have a separate basket for candy. Mm-hmm. But just finding the eggs was like, oh, I got more than you. Huh. Once you boil the eggs, keep them in the refrigerator. Hard-boiled eggs actually spoil faster than raw eggs do because they lose their protective coating, and then bacteria can get in through tiny pores in the shell and make you sick. So if you are hiding them, make sure you hide them right before the, right the, before hunt. the hunt. Yeah. Uh, don't use real eggs if you're doing an Easter egg hunt outside. They can pick up bacteria from the dirt and grass <laughs> and also from animal droppings. Gosh. I've been eating them for years. <laughs> and she's fine. I mean, obviously, it's had no effect on me. <laughs> so they say if you're hiding eggs in your backyard, use the fake plastic ones. And finally, don't wait too long to eat them because hard-boiled eggs stay fresh for about a week. Only, though, if you keep them in the fridge, they can go bad in just a few hours if you let them sit out. <laughs> And then once you peel an egg, you should 
eat it that day. I can't wait to share that, share that with my parents. Like, look what you did wrong look what you've for done. a year. Here's the list of things <laughs> that made me the way I am today. Be like, it was the 80s. We didn't know. <laughs> That's exactly right. Uh-huh. You're right. What an era we live in when we can hear all about a stranger's hilariously disgusting first date without even having to get out of bed. A woman from Toronto just went on a date that had a bit of a twist. Mm-hmm. And she was kind enough to tweet out the entire story the next day. She <laughs> went out with a guy on Sunday. And they wound up going back to his place. And she excused herself to go do number two. But Which is horrifying alone, having to poop at a man's house on the first day. Oh, my God. And, you, and you're not, you can't hold it. If you got to go, I mean, you have to go. Yeah. Well, his toilet wouldn't flush. Which is the, I mean, mortified, what mortified. What do you do? Yeah. She panicked. So, I'm quoting here. There was only one single piece of... Doo-doo. Right. So, <laughs> I got toilet paper and removed oh, it. Oh, my God. Wrapped it in multiple layers of toilet paper <laughs> and put it in my purse. <laughs> I can't. I just can't. This is not real life. Uh, it reminds me of that video that went viral of the girl that this happened to in the dude's house. And then she left the, the bed. She put it in a bag. And then she had the bag sitting on the kitchen counter. And she walked out of his house and forgot the bag of poop. Have you seen that no. viral video? Oh, yeah. And she just left it sitting on the couch. So he came I have home. never heard this story. No. no. And he came home from work <laughs> to a bag of poop. Oh, I can't. Counter. I just can't imagine. Well, this uh, woman put it in her purse. Yeah, it was in her purse. Okay, All so then, wrapped up in toilet paper. So then what happened? She went back out to the couch, and they started making out. <laughs> And he told her she was beautiful, mm-hmm. but all she could think of was this piece of you-know-what in her purse. It's true. Oh, God, did it smell? Oh. Yeah. Yes. It had to. It had to. Oh. He eventually went to the bathroom and must have fixed the toilet because she heard it flush without incident. Uh-huh. So she went in there and disposed of the evidence without him ever knowing. The poopy. Until now. Now, we cannot tell you if there is going to be a second date or if he found out the truth now that the story has gone viral. She's also questioning her decision to share it. She said, all the the hard work I put into being a a hot girl, now I'm just the poop girl. (laughs) The poop trainer. Serious? What would you guys do? I mean, if you found out that a person you went out on this happened, that somebody you went out on a date with, yeah, did that, yeah. What would you laugh? Would you be disgusted? Would you be just shocked? well? I'd be disgusted, but I'd question the person's judgment because if I were in that situation, I'm not putting it in my purse. I'm not removing it from the toilet. You, I would. You would rather them see your I would your much rather say to them, no, this is what I would do. I would much rather say to them, I could not be more embarrassed, uh-huh. but 
It's one of those things in life. Uh-huh. I couldn't help it. Uh-huh. Do you have a plunger? Yeah. I will take care of this. Where's the GD plunger? I can't find it. And you're like rustling through everything in the bathroom. Water's filling up. Yeah, I would hope they would have one like under the sink that, you know, I don't have to go uh, hunting for. It wasn't stopped up, it though. Wasn't it just won't, they won't flush. flush. I, know, I, I was... think this is what you do. You Well, I always have some kind of spray in my purse. So I would close the lid on the toilet. I would spray a ton of stuff. And I would be like, this isn't flushing in here. And then maybe he could come in and fix it, but I would keep the thing closed keep the, the whole the, time. The, the lid. If, yeah. Yeah. If the toilet wouldn't flush, it's probably relatively easy to fix. You just open up the back and you can flush it manually. I would, There's a way to do that's it. That's what I would do because I just yeah. had this issue with the toilet in my no house. No way. Poo's going in your purse, though. I know. No way. <laughs> Not with toilet paper. Maybe with a good, solid paper towel. But odds are good that you'll be at someone's house and the toilet backs up. Yeah. It's conceivable that could happen. So mm. what do you do in that oh, case? Oh, my God. I don't know. Oh, that's funny. What is the most horrific thing, you know, in the spirit of this story? Right. Can you think of anything worse that could happen? What is the most probably. horrific thing that's happened to you on a date? Oh, God, probably for me being thrown into a mosh pit at a Bush concert. Fun Robbie. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, it was a big mosh pit. And we had just kind of worked our way up to the front, not intending, at least it wasn't my intention, to get into the, the mosh pit. But we were close enough in this, this girl that was probably, I don't know, four foot 11, 90 pounds behind me. Just shoved me. Oh, wow. I, I mean, she was little. And she just shoved me into the middle of this mosh pit. I got the crap beat out of me. I think outside of pooping your pants, putting poop in your purse might be the worst thing. Oh, God, yeah. Without I mean, a doubt. If you had a bathroom accident, that might be one of the only things. Like, on yourself might be the only thing if that you could pooped your that. pants. That's Fritch's way of saying your story's not as interesting uh, as the poop story. I don't know if we can get one, but <laughs> right. I'm sure I there are know. things that are, that you know, horrifying things that have happened to people. Hey, if I figure if you can make it through something like that in a really awkward, embarrassing situation mm-hmm. with somebody you're on a first mm-hmm. date with mm-hmm. and, and they go on a second date with you, hold on to that. But that's a really that's a cool keeper. person one way or another. Exactly. That's right. Yeah, she's the one that got away, guys. Oh, God. <laughs> You're going to save that clip, aren't you? Forever. <laughs> Got that on a button. 513-749-2320. What is the most horrific thing that has happened to you on a date? 513-749-2320. In the meantime, Toria Cannon, sketch for Q102, carryautomotive.com, traffic. 735. Jeff and Jen, going to call out another name. For the Q102 Girlfriend Getaway presented by Arby's. So if you took the time to register online at WKRQ.com or you filled out an Arby's tray liner, it could be you. We call out coming up, so make sure you're close. Uh, we were just talking about the story of the woman in Toronto who tweeted out a date horror story, and it's going viral. She pooped at a guy's place, but the toilet, his toilet was broken. So she decided it would be a good idea to wrap it up in toilet paper and hide it in her purse. Well, there was only one little piece. Ugh. And it was next to her in her purse while they were sitting on his couch making out. And all she could think about was the poop in her purse. It's a gross story, but mm-hmm. it's a situation that it's you, know, you could conceivably find yourself in, given mm-hmm. the right circumstances. So it led to this question. <laughs> what is, and I'll ask Nicole if you're still there. Nicole? 
I am here. What is the most horrific thing that has happened to you on a date? So my, my misnomer was in high school. I didn't have any cleavage or boobs at that point. I was like 16 years old. And I really wanted to have cleavage for the prom. So I decided to tape up my boobs and put shoulder pads underneath to really <laughs> elevate them. Sure. I had the perfect perfect dress for it. So I'm dancing and we're shimming and all of a sudden one comes flying out. Yeah. <laughs> it goes on the it goes on the floor. People are kicking it around and laughing. Oh. I don't think anyone figured out it was me per se, but I did only have one really great booth at that point and <laughs> one not so great. That's funny. So I had to go into the bathroom and like untape, remove everything, and the entire night they kicked this thing around and my date was like, What the heck is that? Who would put that in their bra? That's oh my crazy. goodness. Oh, you're lucky they didn't yeah. figure out it was you. Yeah. Yeah. Could have yeah, been worse. To this day, I don't think he knows. That's awesome. Could have been worse. Tell him. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, Thank tell you, Nicole. him. That'd be great. Allie. Yes. Most horrific thing that's happened to you on a date. Well, it was supposed to be our second date, and he comes over because my kids were unexpectedly home after having a little bit of a stomach bug earlier in the week. So I decided to have him over. I'm going to make dinner, do some movies at the house, kind of have a chill date. Ends up, that's the night I get the stomach bug. So this is our second date, and it's already kind of late at night. I begin the whole vomiting every half hour, complete with the sweat and the chills. Oh, pretty girl. Lots of other bodily functions Mm. that I could not control. Right. And um, completely mortified. And instead, he just kind of crawls in the bed, holds me, takes care of me the rest of the night, and stays with me to make sure I was okay and the kids were okay. Oh, wow. Um, Nice And now... Now we're married. <laughs> oh, God. That's sweet. Was that was that the moment for you that you, you know knew what? he was yes, the one? It was. Mm-hmm. I knew that that was the man that was going to take care of me in the right way. Oh, wow. I like that That's story. a great story. It really is. That's a great, gross, disgusting story. <laughs> yeah. It was terrible. It With was mortifying. Mm-hmm. We love it. But we laugh about it now. <laughs> Thank you, Allie. <laughs> Thank you. Appreciate it. Here is, oh, that would have been Crystal. Let's see. Holly, yes. what's the most horrific thing that's happened to you on a date? It was one of the first dates we had gone on, and we went to a Taco Bell, and the pop made me, like, really phlegmy, and I had to cough it out. <laughs> so I didn't want to spit it in a napkin because then he would know, so I spit it down the straw, and then he drank it. Oh. Out of my- no! <laughs> <laughs> it was the worst. And then I had to tell him why it tasted so bad. Yeah. No, you had to tell him? Oh, my. Yes. Well, he was like, what's in this cup? And I was like, oh, my God, this is horrible. Oh, wow. <laughs> and he went out with you. So you told him. Oh, God. Yeah. And he went out with you again. Yeah, he did. You must be extraordinary. <laughs> oh, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> oh, wow. That is so gross. <laughs> oh, my God. Thank you, Holly. <laughs> You're welcome. I Have mean, I'm vomiting day. a little thinking about that. I know. I'm not normally grossed out by stuff like that, but ugh. <laughs> Becky. Hello. Hello. What is the most horrific thing that's happened to you on a date? So I was newly married um, with my husband at a friend's house having pizza and swimming and enjoying the sun. On the way home, I started getting the stomach tumbles so bad that I thought I was going to lose it in his car. So I told him, you have to pull over or I'm going to poop in your BMW. (laughs) 
<laughs> I've never told this story, but it is a perfect story for what you're talking about this morning. I made him pull over on a side road in somebody's front yard in oh, yeah. Westchester. <laughs> oh, my God. It was a wooded lot, so I don't think they could see me, but I actually squatted behind a tree yeah. and used my beach towel to clean up after. Wow. wow. That is that is embarrassing. Awesome. Not only did you almost poop your pants, but you pooped someone's yard. I, yes. And to I gotta this give you day, one That's nice of you, though, to have cleaned spot. up after yourself. A lot of people, they just move on. <laughs> I don't know if there was something wrong with the pizza, but it was really yeah, bad. It was like... Dumb and Dumber. Mm. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. So every time we drive by that little um, area going to visit our friends, he always has to you go. You guys high-five each other. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so glad you were already married, though, when it happened. Yeah, that's one I'll never live down, but it's, yeah. it's a good story that's now. Funny. Thank you, Becky. You're welcome. 742, cloudy skies, see some showers and thunderstorms move in later on. Some of those storms could be heavy this afternoon and into this evening with a high around 66. It's 61 with Jeff and Jen at Cincinnati's Q102. 823, Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. Jen's five-day challenge is on. Big date with Michael, Michael tonight. This is date tonight. number two, right? Yeah, we have a uh, an activity date where we're going to go to uh, Houdini's and try to escape out of a room. And then, We're going to uh, be locked in a room together. I've done one of these things afterward. before. They're fun. You get to, I, I don't know. I think you're going to enjoy it. I think so, too. All I right. like this kind of stuff. Blast. I think we'll be in good shape. Uh, Jen has requested the assistance of Dr. Alex, who we've had on before. Dr. Alex, author of the book, Never Sleep Alone, and a website of the same name, NeverSleepAlone.com. She is a dating expert. I mean, you know, especially for those of us that haven't been in the game for a really long time. Dr. Alex, welcome back to the Jeff and Jen Morning Show. Good morning, sexy people. <laughs> Hi, Dr. Alex. Are you feeling sexy, Jen? Uh, you know, more and more every day. Why don't you tell oh, Dr. Alex so how your first date went? You know, I had a really nice time. I met a very nice man. His name was Patrick. We had a good time. I mean, it was an Italian restaurant, great lasagna. You Good. finally broke the ice. You did it. Yeah. First date in 20 years. It was years. a date, and it was a lot more comfortable than I thought it would be. I, d- I really didn't have any issues at all. Did you follow Dr. Alex's advice? Every last bit. Yes! Right. Except she ate the lasagna. You said no chicken parm. Okay, chicken parm is basically lasagna with chicken in it, so... <laughs> So where are you now, Jen? Are you are you feeling more confident? Is there how else can Dr. Alex help? Comfortable. You? Well, you know, after I've been out on one date here, I've started to come up with some questions because you know I've been out of the game for so long. I'm not really sure how to handle some different situations, and so I've I've got a few questions for you because I'm going on date number two tonight. Okay. I like that you're jumping what, right back in there. What's the deal with date number two? Just a quick little recap of who he is. Who he is? Okay, his name is is Michael. He's uh-huh, I think what did we say? Forty eight years old. Mm-hmm. He's oh. a mortgage loan officer. Mm, he deals with money, Sexy. and that's really about all I know. <laughs> And he's got some That's Irish good. ancestry. Well, mm. and he sounds very kind. I mean, we've heard his voicemail, and we talked to him on the phone, and he sounds like he is very nice. Yeah, when we talked to him on the phone, he sounded kind of busy. He didn't. He was know, at like work. He, yeah, I could kind of tell that. Yeah. yeah. So we didn't really get to know him very well over the phone. I think that's a good thing because it's better not to go into things with too many expectations. True. So we're going to go have Correct. some pizza and then we're going to go to one of those. Uh, what did, how does it work, Tim? You've done it before. They lock you in a room with a group of people and you have to figure out puzzles to get out of the 
room. It's an activity date. An adventure date. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is a great first date activity. All right, A plus so far, except for the pizza thing. All right. <laughs> also Look, when you go on a date, could you try to do sexier food like sushi? She oh, okay. doesn't eat that. Steak. No. Well, if he doesn't eat sushi, you're in trouble, my friend. Yeah, we're gonna have to stick to chicken fingers and French fries with this one. <laughs> All right. Hey. All right. Well, what are the questions? All right. Dr. Alex, should I come right out and tell him all the qualities I'm looking for in a man? Because I, I do have some pretty specific things. Absolutely not. No. No. Again, and you know, it goes back to the NSA principle of BDSM. Be direct, seem mysterious. Oh, that's you, right. Uh, you want to you, seem... you know what I mean? If yeah. you come out with this whole list of things you do not want, like, you know, Jewish men only, you must love dogs, you <laughs> right. must be, you know, into marriage within the next three years, you're cutting out a Blue of possibilities. True. Right. And you're labeling yourself as N3, nagging, nervous, and needy. Oh, we don't want that. I don't want to be N3. Why don't you first observe to see if he's those qualities that you want in a man, rather than revealing yourself as a very high maintenance woman. What are you can tell us what are some qualities you're looking for in a man? Well, tell you us. know, he needs to be outgoing and funny and and kind and flexible and authentic. What's the minimum salary kind of requirement? I, I I no longer specify, but I do say that he should have an established successful career that he's happy in. Okay, well, Jen, those are all things that you can discern simply by observation. Yeah, if he's in a donut shape, you know he's flexible. <laughs> he, looks like, he looks like a pretzel. <laughs> That's good stuff. Kindness, authenticity, you can observe all those things by asking him questions, by doing, you know, the ADT, as I say. Whenever it's ask, don't tell. Whenever you have the urge to tell somebody what you're looking for, mm-hmm. ask them a question about themselves instead. Ooh. Okay, and so try ask to instead something. of telling. ADT, right. ADT, ask, don't tell. That's nice. good. What uh-huh. signal should I give him? To let him know it's okay to touch me. I like on first dates to kind of avoid the table date whenever possible. And instead, if you're going to a restaurant that has a bar, Mm -hmm. take your meal at the bar. Because then you're right next to each other anyway. And you're also surrounded by other people and it creates a more convivial atmosphere. So if the chemistry is not so great between you and your date, you have other people to play off of. And if it is great, oops, it's an excuse to move closer together. Because this bar is full of people. Can she so touch I him first? Say, like, would it be bad if she, like, grabbed... Of course grabbed- you should touch him first. No, you know, you can touch his hand when you're making a point about something. Maybe touch his arm. Yeah, men are pretty... Uh, and, Jeff, you can back me up on this. I think men are pretty keen to the fact that if you touch me at all, if you let your knee linger on my knee, mm-hmm. and I'm a dude, that means, all right. That's a signal. You're ready. You're yeah. And that's the kind of signal that we need because we're pretty stupid on all the other cues. <laughs> all the other flirty we don't pick up Amen. on. Amen. So, unless you're grinding up against us, we really don't get right. it. Right. And even then, sometimes you don't. Right. You think we just have an itch. Yeah. <laughs> a good move to do is to, you know, imagine yourself a sprightly French art student and you want to take him on the next adventure. And as you're walking out, you can just put your arm through his arm and be like, come on, let's go somewhere else. Or, so, hey, what are we going to do next? This was so fun. The arm through the arm in a camaraderie sort of way. If I'm not interested, but I still find the guy, you know, fun and, and I enjoy his company, how do I avoid giving him the wrong idea? Don't grind up on him. Don't, yeah, <laughs> don't grind up on him. So anyway, if you want to keep this guy around, 
you know, don't kiss him, don't do anything. Definitely give a nice hug at the end of the day. I'd also talk about, you know, when he's talking, laugh at something he says and say, oh, my God, my friend Cheryl would absolutely love you. Oh, that's mm. good. Mm. That's good. Mm. You know what I mean? And just keep talking about how amazing he is and, like, friends you want him to meet. Okay. And, oh, God, you've got to come to my next dinner party. There's so many girls I want you to meet. Gotcha. gotcha. All right, I like this. Yeah, if he goes in for a move, yeah. There's two things you can say to him. You can say, you know, it's just that you are so hot, but I'm like not feeling a chemistry here, which I, that's like really harsh. Or, you know, you could go dramatic with it and you can say, you know, you are exquisite. I'm just, I'm just not in a place where I can be good for anyone right now. Mm. <laughs> just looking to explore Put it myself. back on you. Yeah, put, I like yeah. that. Well, I'm going to put it on, it on you guys. <laughs> yeah. You're the ones that are going to get the blame. It's not you. It's me. <laughs> That's right. fine. It's not you. And it's you them. you can also blame the station. You can blame the station. You can be like, look, they really want me to go on a They really wanted me to do this. And yep. just flood it up right now. Mm-hmm. Just, All right. You know, <laughs> be committing to anyone. And clearly you're a good guy. Well, be sure to check out Dr. Alex's website. Never Sleep Alone and pick up a copy of the book, the same name, Never Sleep Alone, available wherever books are sold. Thank you, Dr. Alex. Thank you, Doctor. Thank you all. Jan, have fun. Thanks, and I'm sure we'll talk to you again real soon. Mm -hmm. I sent you my book, baby. You'll get it tomorrow. Awesome. Yay. All right, take care. All right, be good, y'all. You too, bye-bye. All right, so uh, your date is tonight. Correct. And we talked to Michael yesterday. Yes, we did. Seems like a very nice man. Um. He left a voicemail message. We're, we're learning about him on the submission, mm-hmm. but there's something that I want to bring up that uh, was on his Facebook page because, you know, we try to keep an eye. Yeah, I mean, you're, yeah. you're looking out, out for you. Yeah. Right. So it's a conversation uh, going on, and one of his friends on his Facebook page says, hey, you know, when is this thing going to air? Obviously, uh-huh. this person knows. Uh-huh. And he says, Friday morning will be the rundown of the date. Unless we do a live broadcast from her bedroom. hey Winky face. I got me a feisty one tonight, huh? So, <laughs> how do you feel about that? <laughs> Funny guy. Oh, that doesn't bother me. <laughs> yeah, I didn't think it would either. Yeah. You'd have to go but back to his place, though, because your parents are coming into That's town. That's right, because so. my parents are at my house tonight. <laughs> oh, but that means you Jacob. have an overnight sitter. Yeah, I have an overnight sitter. I could go over and poop in his bathroom. You just realized that now. <laughs> so anyway, I just wanted to bring that to this your is, attention. That's not going to work. This okay. date, you can't talk about poop on a date. <laughs> it's just not going to work. She's trying to make sure the bedroom thing doesn't happen. She just ensured that. Yes, she did. Oh, God, that's wow. funny. That's fine. Okay, he's a funny guy. All right. Keep an eye on him. You're feeling good about it, though, right? Oh, yeah. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus, and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit LiveXLive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.